This is the dialogue today with Dr. Salim. Welcome to this episode of the dialogue today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Salim. The topic for today's dialogue was born out of uh, a recent conversation I had with my dear bride. She saw something on the news, something painful like most other things in the news these days. And she asked me, without expecting any answer, why would people do that? And then after that, she just overcame with this grief. She didn't say anything about it the whole day, but I could sense throughout that day what was on her mind. She just couldn't shake that distressing news out of her mind. Hers was just an example of this phenomena in which we extend our instantaneous pain into the realms of suffering because of so many distressing news around us. Today's topic will cover understanding the difference between pain and suffering and We'll also try to find ways to keep our pains from becoming our sufferings. Pain is a natural, transient and instinctive reaction to a situation of physical, emotional or psychological distress. This pain becomes suffering if we let it take over our lives, either through feelings of becoming a victim or just by wishing that pain away. Pain from such distress is real. You cannot just wish it away. Diverting our attention from such through passive entertainment, through drug-induced sleep or smoking or drinking doesn't mitigate the effects of this pain in the long run anyway. This pain is real. You can't just forget it. If you try to forget it, it will come back. This pain is especially acute if it is complemented with visuals or images that the person has seen or has interacted with. You cannot just shirk them away. The only way to keep this pain from becoming suffering is by accepting it as a real thing, as a real phenomena. The best way to accept is by observing acute observation of the causes of this pain and their effect on your brain, on your body, your muscles, your blood pressure, your breathing. When you observe the effects of such pain in a wholesome way in all these areas, you are accepting it and you are analyzing it as a real phenomena having an impact on your body. That vagueness of the causes and their effects is what causes the pain to become suffering. Once you observe it so acutely, it becomes clear in your mind the origin of this pain and its outcome. That uncertain, unsure vagueness of pain as effect, which carries forward to becoming suffering is what you are controlling through this observation and, and uh, focus. We know that you cannot say once you have observed it so closely, I don't know why is happening to me or I don't deserve this. Pain, distress happens to good people, can happen to good people. And in fact, it happens to good people more than to the bad people. Remember the example of Mother Teresa, Abdus Sattar Edi, all, all such caretakers of humanity, they saw pain every single day. They saw pain 
and suffering of other people every single day. If they made other people's pain and suffering their own suffering, they would never have been able to, to help them, to be in a position to isolate themselves from the, the suffering of other people and be in a position mentally, psychologically, physically, emotionally, be able to help them. They did not let others' pain become their suffering. This is what we have to do. They would see all such pain, but they would not let this overcome their day-to-day -day affairs. And by doing this, they were always in a position to help people, not one or two people, thousands and, and hundreds of thousands of people, because they were able to keep the distinction between pain and suffering. So, when we see all that blood, all that hunger, all that injustice around us, we have to keep it from becoming our suffering. That doesn't mean that you become insensitive or you don't feel that pain. We accept the pain the way it is. Then, adjust the remainder of our life and its activities around that pain. And the best way to build your life around this pain is by engaging into active pursuits. The activities which are not passive. Reading doesn't help. Watching TV doesn't help. Browsing the internet you know, doesn't divert your attention from pain and from becoming it suffering. New learning, learning of new skills, learning of new things does help. And so does physical volunteering, not just giving some charity. That doesn't help. Physical volunteering to the people in distress, that helps. Sporting activities, physical activities also helps pain from becoming suffering. Writing about such feelings also helps. Even if you don't share such writing with others, writing about feelings that you are going through in your mind, in your body, in your heart, if you can put those things in writing, that also helps from becoming suffering because it is concrete, it's clear, it's not vague anymore. Vagueness is what causes pain become suffering. So the bottom line is that pain, acceptance of pain, is that pain is real, is the first step towards keeping your sanity, even in situations of distress or ultimate pain. And then, instead of diverting attention to passive activities, active pursuits as sporting activities, volunteering, writing, uh, new learning, new learning of skills, helps phenomena uh, from becoming suffering. So for today, and on top of the before I go, uh, one, one very important aspect of suffering is self-pity. I don't deserve this. I didn't do anything. Why is it happening to me? Self-pity, you can also take that out of this phenomena if you observe pain and accept it the way it is, even if you didn't cause it, even if you had no control on this. Self-pity is a culprit. You don't have to deserve pain in order to endure it. So, for today, that's the end of my monologue on, in this dialogue. Uh, I would love to answer some questions if there are any in order to extend this dialogue on this subject. And we'll talk more about this in the upcoming episodes. So for now, good day.